You may be seated. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you again for this great opportunity. Thank you for being such a blessing in our life. Thank you for trusting me to preach your word. And Lord, we don't take it for granted. We know if it wasn't for you, where would we be? Where would we do? Where would we go? It's all because of you. Lord, you're the center of our joy. And we love you so much for that. We praise and magnify you. We give you glory. Lord, we ask you to touch the heart of every individual out there, everyone that's listened to our voice. Touch right now in the name of Jesus. We pray for healing. We pray for deliverance in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Everybody said, Jesus, Jesus is the light of the world. Amen. We got to keep that in our mind. Always remember, and we're doing this phenomenal series of the seven I am's of Jesus. And this week is Jesus is the light of the world. And it's important for us to understand that um, as we move forward, because as we move, we got to understand that it's Christ that matters in our life. It is him and our relationship with him that give us direction. Everything we do it's because of him. Every decision we make is because of him. And we need to make sure we keep him in the forefront of our mind in every decision we make. In John chapter 8, Jesus writes these words. He says, when Jesus, now remember, uh, to set it up, you got to understand what was happening was uh, there was a young lady who had sinned, and she had committed a grave sin. She had committed adultery. And uh, in that time, if a woman got caught in adultery, they would stone her to death. And so, you know, the religious leaders and the people in the community, they were very uh, excited about doing God's work. So they felt like they were doing God a favor uh, by uh, eliminating the sin out of the world. And they said, since this woman had committed adultery and everybody knew about it, uh, we're going to be the first one to come together in Jesus' name and throw stones at her. Now, none, none of you all are like that, right? None of you all are like to throw stones at people when they're down, right? No one likes to talk about people when they're down, not in this world, right? Uh, but back then, I guess they thought it was all right, right? So here's Jesus, and he's in a situation where here's a young lady in the midst of her darkness, right? In the midst of her darkness, she knew it was all over. She's about to meet her fate. She's about to die in the presence of all the people, Right there, she's in front of the firing squad, and the elders and the people in the community, religious leaders, everybody had the stones, and they were getting ready to throw these stones and stone this woman to death, right, because she had done something that they felt was wrong. Now, keep in mind that everybody, everybody say everybody, got sin in your life, right? So don't fool yourself. Don't try to act like you're high and mighty that you don't have them in your life. And so Jesus called them out. So here's the situation where this girl is in the midst of darkness. I'm going to cut across the field because I know time is of essence, right? But this girl who's in the middle of darkness, right, her world was closing in on her, and then she, she had met her fate, and this, uh, the decision had been made. They're going to they're gonna stone her to death. And she's there. I'm sure the woman was crying, scared to death, and the person she probably had committed adultery with was probably sitting in the background watching and probably afraid if they're going to get him too. Right? But they never brought him into the picture. But all these religious people, all the ones who call themselves having a relationship with God, they were in the dark as well. 
right? And so they were in the midst of this darkness. And in the midst of darkness, you just fumbling your way through life. You really don't know where you're going. You're just trying to get where you got to go. And you don't know how you're getting there because it's dark. Well, Jesus came to bring her light, not just her, but also light to the rest of the world. Remember, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life, right? So when Jesus, in the 12th verse of the 8th chapter, listen to this. When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said to them, I am the light of the world. I am, even in your investments, I'm the light. I can tell you how to invest your money. If your marriage is in trouble, follow me, and I'll show you how to make your marriage work. If you're having problems as a parent, all right, if you follow me, I got the directions on how to be a better parent. If you're an employer, if you're an entrepreneur, whatever you are, if you trust me, I can show you light in the midst of darkness. I can show you how to be a success. Now, keep in mind, when God created you, he created you to be a success. God never created you to fail. Never. Never created you to fail. He wanted you to be successful from the time you was conceived in your mother's womb. He says, but what you need to do is you got to have some direction. So when he gave us the word of God, he said, if you take the word of God and follow the word of God, whatever you're doing, success is not far behind. But if you neg- neglect God, and you don't want to have nothing to do with God, you want to do you, and you think you're smart enough to do you, you're going to be walking down a path, and you don't know how you're going to get there. You think you know where you're going, and you're going to go in the middle of something, man, will absolutely destroy your life. And you don't know it until years later. How many people have been involved with something, and you thought it was right, and you thought you was making the right decision, and you find out it was the wrong one? Because you did it in your own power. right? Uh, God never intend for you to fail, ever, ever. He wants to be the one to show you how to be successful. He wants to show you how to be everything he intended for you to be. Now, this is important for us to understand because God gave us his Holy Spirit, and he did that for a reason. He did it, man, so he can lead and guide us in all truth, right? It's important. So accepting Christ and his teaching give us a path that leads to success and not failure, not depression, not anxiety. We have more people now on medication, right, because they don't know how to deal with the stress, right? But Jesus is a stress reliever. When, when, when God sent Jesus into the world and give us his teachings, it was to teach us, man, how to trust God, lean into him, realizing that he's the sovereign king and everything is up under his domain, he said, if you follow me, I can show you how to navigate through every situation and every circumstance. But in the event that you choose not to, you may marry Rome. Hear me well. You may marry Rome. You may take the wrong job. You may invest in the wrong stock. You may go to the wrong school. And it can cost you thousands and thousands of dollars. In some cases, it's cost people their life because they chose not to follow Christ and follow God and his teaching. Jesus said that I am the light of the world. So when God incarnated himself and he came in the form of Christ, he came down and he wanted to show us how to live to live. 
And he wanted to show us, man, what we could be as a human being. That's the beauty of Christ. He, God wanted to show us, man, that we could be everything that he intended for us to be. But we can't do it apart from him. When you read St. John, the 14th, 15th chapter, he said, I am the true vine, and my father is the husband man. Right? Every branch in me that don't bear fruit, he purges it. Now, keep in mind, when you decide that you want to do it without Christ, right, you got to deal with Satan. And, and Satan going to lead you in a path, and it's going to look like the tunnel is light. Then when you get in, it's going to get darker and darker and darker. And sometimes, if you're honest with yourself, you're in a jam, and you say, Lord, if you get me out of this one, I done went down this rabbit hole. If you get me out of this one, I promise you, it won't happen again. When we don't give our life to God, sometimes, man, we go to church and we go to the wrong church. Because we went to church, man, because she looked good. Or because he's so handsome. And, and we went because this church had it going on. Nothing about my relationship with God. So I made a decision to follow Satan instead of following God. Jesus said that I am the what? The light of the what? World. Now, it's important to understand that. So as we move through here, I want you to get it. Now, here is Jesus. Man had fallen, and what God wanted to do was God wanted to bring man back into relationship with him. So what he did for us, he sent his son into the world to redeem us, to bring us back into relationship with God. And he gave us his Holy Spirit. And he says, now that you have it, he said, you can pray to me, and whatever you ask in my name, my Father will grant. Now, if, 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 if God is the king and it's his kingdom, if I stay connected with him, I can't fail. Because wherever I go, if, if I stay lined up with him, everything's going to be all right. In Matthew, it says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. So what Jesus is trying to tell you is follow the light. He said, listen, Father, I'm going to show you which way to go. Just stay with me, and I'm going to guide your path. Uh, I'm going to show you every turn. I'm going to put people in place just for you. But you need to stick with me, and you need to follow me. You can't follow you. Don't fool yourself. None of us is smart enough to do it. You know, I, uh, I, I was looking at Stephanie, and she had a doctor's, and, and I remember going to school, and I took some classes, Stephanie. And I took some classes, and I took the class, and I did not realize I, I, didn't, I, I didn't talk to no counselor or nothing. I just signed up for the class. It was a good class. I didn't realize the class cost me like $8,000, right? And so I took a class, and I didn't like it, and I got always through, and it was too late to drop it and all that, and I just quit, and it cost me a whole lot of money, right? And how many people know that testimony? Right? And, and you took it, and then now you're paying for it later. And you, you're hoping Biden just eliminate the loans. Well, having a relationship with Christ will help guide you so you don't end up taking the wrong courses. And so your advisor is Jesus. So, so guys, I'm your advisor. I'm going to tell you which way to go. I'm going to tell you which direction to go. He said, when things get tough and difficult, he said, I'm going to show you which way to go. Every one of you all got a testimony. 
that every time I desire to do something that's not right, my God always shows me the right way. I may choose not to do it because I don't want to follow the light. I want to be in the darkness, and darkness like darkness. How many of you have some friends tell you, come on, girl, do this here? Because they're miserable too. Right? And sometimes misery love company. Right? And, but when you're following Christ, and you put your eyes on him, and you focus on him, and you focus on the word of God, he's going to show there's not a situation in your life, man, that this thing right here don't give you the answer to. Now, people may get it and misrepresent it. But if you ask God to show you, he's going to show you every situation. It's not a thing that you're going to deal with that it won't lead you in the right way. Amen? So now, in the middle of darkness. Now, here's the thing I want you to get. I'm a, we're going to be out of here, right? I want you to understand something. The Holy Spirit is given to you to be a success on behalf of the king. He said, now, it's going to be, I'm going to give it to you. And you're going to use it to communicate with me. And whatever you ask in my name, I got you, right? And it's there to lead you and guide you in all truth. What's right? But the word of God will lead you. Now, some people are going to misrepresent it, but it won't happen to you if you really trust in God and not man. Jeremiah talked about putting your faith in man. He said, don't ever put your faith in man. And Jeremiah talked about the heart being so hard that it took a chisel with a diamond point, man, to get through this hard heart. Some of us, man, we just want, we don't want to, we don't want to put no time in with God. We don't want to do it. And Jesus said, listen, follow my teachings. He said, they're going to know you mind by what? The love you show. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to cut across the field. This, now, now, what, now, go to John, the ninth chapter, in verse number five. Highlight it, whatever. Here's what Jesus said. This is good. He says, while I am in the world, I am the what? Light of the world. Now, hold on. He said, now, while I'm in the world, here's what he's telling them. There's going to come a time when I'm going to be gone. But while I'm here, I am the light. Right? Everybody said, he's the light. But he, he said, as long as I'm in the world, Kiki, I'm the light. Right? But there's going to come a time when I'm going back to the Father where I came from. And then you're going to be here. And then watch what happens. Then he says in verse 14 in Matthew, you are the what? You become the light. Once you embrace Christ and you embrace it, he said, you become me with skin on it. He said, now you are the light of the world. As long as you stay connected with me. Right? He said, you are the light of the world. A town built on a hill and you cannot be hidden. He said, you're going to stand out. And you're going to be so bright, and if people follow you, man, they're going to go the right direction. Because you are now representing him. That's why he called you an ambassador. He said, now you are the light. He said, I left my spirit with you, and I gave you the Holy Spirit. Now you are the light. So why do you think Satan is trying to destroy you so much? Because he knows that you are in the business of saving souls. Because God works through people. And so Satan is trying to distract you and throw you off. You have to understand who you are. Because now you are that light of the world. He said, and, and listen, and you're so bright. You're shining so bright. Here's the thing. Don't put a dome over your light. You don't dim your light when you get to light the whole room. 
And I don't get to put your light out. I don't gain anything by putting your light out. If I help light your light, the room gets brighter. Because now we are the light of the world. Everybody say, we are the light of the world. Now, how? Because we're following our leader. We have to follow Christ. Young ladies, I heard Stephanie say, well, I'm a, I was a single mom, and I was going to school, and I had, man, no way on God's green earth, man, she could have did this thing, man, apart from God. Now, she has some good parents. You know, they're nice, but she got to remember, those parents were a resource that God gave her to help her go where she had to go. Because there's some parents, man, don't do nothing for their kids. That's real talk, Right? And so, so they are a resource, man, because of her commitment to God, God used them. Said, listen, I'm not going to let you do this thing alone. I got a plan for you. Everybody can't take this journey, but you can. And I'm going to give you the resources, and against all odds, you can do it. You are the light of the world. And this is what he says in verse 16. In the same way, Let your light shine, Martha. Let it shine bright. Let people see the good in you. Let them see the love of Christ in you. When they see you, man, let them really see what God looked like. By the way, you love and care for people and represent people. Because you are the light now. You're the one. Am I? My brother's keeper? Of course I am. Of course I am. That's why you have to let your light shine. Right? He says, uh, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds. And when they see your good deeds, then they're going to glorify God. Raise your hand if you want to be a success. Then you got to connect with God. Don't fool yourself. I don't care what kind of talent you have. I don't care how gifted you think you are. I don't care how well you sing. I don't care how well you write. I don't care how well you dance. I don't care how well you spell. I don't care what you do. Apart from God, you're nothing. And you think you can do this thing on your own, and there's somebody out there always trying to take what you got. And Satan is trying to knock you down And he wanted to see you fail so others can fail. Why? Because there are people watching you. Because your light is shining so bright that some people are following you. Why they follow you? Because you said that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. Now all eyes are on you. All eyes are on you. So now you're shining bright. And they want to watch. You know, I often tease Tasha all the time when she was at the credit union. I just knew when I got to the credit union, I didn't know a whole lot about money, but I knew if I got there, I didn't have to know because Tasha knew. And she wasn't going to let me mess up my money. So I could be in there just ignorant as I want to be. God says, because you live for me, I got somebody over here doing it for you. I, I, the other day, uh, my tax man called me. And, and told us, says, I'm sorry, uh, you guys got a penalty. Y'all got to pay a $13,000 penalty. $13,000 penalty. And I said, what? So I'm mad. I'm so mad now. Lord, I'm mad, right? And so, and so I, called my dad, I called my guy, my investment guy, right away. He said, they don't know what they're talking about. 
Then I called another person from uh, uh, investment firm. He said, yes, they do know what they're talking about. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Duran, you're going to pay that money. I called him back. He said, no, you don't. And I, I'm, I'm reminded, when I got ready to retire, he told me, said, the money I told you to put up then, he said, it was for now. That's the money I told you to invest. I said, well, thank you, Jesus. Right? Came back. We got a letter from the IRS. You know what he told me? He was right. You don't have to pay no penalty. Now, so, so, so why did I share that story? Because I told Ardina, like, I live my life for the Lord. And because I live for him, he, was, he put me in the right path. He didn't give me no money for somebody else to take it away. He didn't have me invest that money for somebody else to take it away. God said, you, you stay connected to me and I got you. He will do it. You have to trust him, and you got to lean into him. So when it seems like you don't have enough, you got more than enough. Amen? You don't have to worry about going to the interview for the job. You just go do the interview. If it's not for you, if God don't want you to have it, he won't. He got another one better for you. I, I remember when Ethan, it was uh, Big Ethan, not Little Ethan. Big Ethan was mad at Little Ethan and all of them because Little Ethan wasn't working like he's supposed to be working. You know, like he should put in a little more work. You know, his dad was a pretty good basketball player, you know. And when you're a star, you know, you know what it takes to do it. And Little Ethan was a little lazy when he was younger. He was just talented, right? But here's the thing. But because the parents love God, God was working the whole time. Now they ain't got to pay for no school. You, you think God is working for you. And he was giving him advice. And I know he thought, he was, he said, that boy ain't listening to me. He won't listen. He, the whole time, the Holy Spirit was dropping it in. And he did. God said, I got you. Sister Chris was like, thank you, Jesus. Right? Everybody said, God is good. Now, it's important to understand that. Now, here's the thing. I, I want you to understand this here. In the midst of your darkness, Jesus declares that I am the light. Now, here's the thing. Now, we are Jesus with skin on it. We get to represent him, man, by the love we show, right? Now, and I'm, I'm, about, I'm really about to be done. I'm sorry, we got to go to 1230, but blame it on Tasha. Here we go. Jesus' presence in his teachings, stay with his teachings, his presence, his teaching, and the Holy Spirit, watch this here, is hope where there is despair. Courage where there's fear. When you're afraid, he's courage, right? Acceptance where you've been rejected, he's there and accepting. When they say you're nothing and they say you can't get here, he says yes. Healing where there's pain. How many people have been in so much pain and you didn't know which way to go and God healed you? We talk about physical pain, sometimes it's emotional pain, right? Then he goes on. Freedom where they've been in bondage. The enemy thought some of you are always so addicted to drugs and alcohol and all that. He had, had you bound up. But Jesus, when you gave Jesus your life, he freed you of that bondage. Right? Forgiveness where there's condemnation. That's what Jesus is to you. Right? He gave new life where there was no life whatsoever. When somebody says you was nothing, you won't go mount to nothing, you mount to everything. I'm telling you, you're somebody. Know who you are in Christ. And realize that light always conquers darkness. Always. But only if you choose to do what? Uncover it. Some of us want to stay in darkness. 
we like living, we know it's wrong, but we like living in that darkness. I heard someone say, well, they, 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 it's got to get so bad, they got to hit rock bottom. You don't want rock bottom. You know, there's some people got some stories. There's some ladies and men in this audience right now got some stories. If they told you the stories, man, you would, you would fall down on your knees and cry. And you would give your life to God and never turn back. Because they was in some situations and doing some things they thought they would never do in their lifetime. But because they did not have Christ in their life, the devil had them doing stuff that they swore to God they would never do. They end up in relationships. They don't know what hide in the world that I let this person trick me. I knew they were no good. The devil told me they were no good. Right? But I did it, and they made me sell drugs. They made me steal. They made me steal from my mama. They made me cuss my parents out. They made me reject my teachers. Tell my coach he ain't no good. That's what the enemy do. But when you have Christ in your life and you let him be your light, no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Everybody said no weapon. Everybody said no weapon. No weapon ever formed against you will prosper. Jesus wants you to know. He wants you to give your life to him. I don't care how smart you are. I don't care how much education you have. I don't care what your relationship. You got to make him Number one, here's what he says in my closing. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. I got to make him the priority in my life. I got to let him be the light. In the Some of you people are so depressed. But if you give your life to Christ and you spend time in devotion with him and you spend time meditating with him, and you make him the Lord of your life. People will see you. And they'll be able to see the God glowing through you. For God so loved the world that he gave us his son. That whoever would believe in his teaching and follow his teachings and accept his teaching and walk down the right path. You have eternal life. What he said, you will have a relationship with God that would never be broken. Trust him. Let him be the light in your life. People, please, I beg you. Young people, please hear me out. You ain't seen nothing yet. You haven't seen nothing yet. Uh, When you get to college, you just think it's safe ground. When you get to college, uh, the devil going to hit you like never before. And if you don't have God and you don't have Christ grounded in your life, the devil will take you down and grab you and take you down a road. And when he lets you go, you're you going to be whipped like never before. And if you don't have Christ and you don't make him now the center of your joy, if you don't make him the most important thing in your life right now, then don't let him be the light in your life right now. The decision you make, the money you invest, the things you do, going to cost you, some of you all, your entire life.
I was thinking the other day uh, when the young man uh, went in to elementary school and shot up 26 people and killed a teacher. Who was he listening to? Who was in his head? Somewhere, he's listening to something. Something told him that people don't matter. Somebody got in your head and told you people don't matter. Something got in your head and told you you didn't matter. And you wanted to kill yourself. You wanted to cut yourself. You you was trying to do stuff to hurt you. Who's doing it? There's not a person alive who really made Jesus Christ the center of their life. That God don't show them a path to peace and joy and happiness and love. I promise you, with everything inside of me, if you make Jesus the most important thing in your life and let him lead your life, if you want to be wealthy in life, I ain't just talking about finance, with your health, your decision-making, if you make him the number one, he's going to bless you beyond your wildest dreams. I want you to stand to your feet if you know that Jesus did something for you that no one else could do. Stand to your feet. Just turn around and look around. Just, just look. Don't Just turn around and look. All the people standing. That's because he showed you what I could do for you. Now, if he did something for you that nobody else could do, now he wants you to say, do you trust me in every other area of your life? If I was there then, can I be there now? In every area, would you make me the most important thing in every area? Would you let me lead you? Raise your hand if you get money invested. Right? Somewhere. Bitcoins, whatever. Ask God to show you where the right way to invest it. Where it need to go. Let us bow our heads. Dear Lord, there are people out there who love you. They don't know which way to go. But today they want to make you the Lord of their life. So we ask you, Lord, to come into their life right now and make your presence known. Let them see all of who you are and what they mean to you. Bless them, Lord. Every decision they make, scream loud so they'll know that you're greater than any situation. We just praise you and magnify you for being so good to them, for blessing them. Thank you for healing them. Thank you for delivering them in the name of Jesus. Thank you for their families. Thank you for watching over our kids. Thank you. We praise you and magnify you. We give you glory because you are the light of the world. And thank you for the Holy Spirit that you gave us so we can be a light to others. Give us that spirit of love. We thank you and praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Remain standing. If you don't know Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, you want to give you an opportunity to accept him into your life.
I want to thank you all so much for trusting God. For all those, just for being here, it's evident, man, that you love the Lord. Don't let the devil trick you and make you think you can do this thing by yourself. You can't do this by yourself. You need him. So, Lord, as we leave this place, never your presence. We ask you to go with them. Guide their hearts, Lord. Be with them. Let them make great decisions. When they go home, they let them have a personal encounter with you. And Lord, as they give today, thank you for blessing them. Those who given according to how you have blessed them. Lord, so many of them are sharing their resources because of you. And Lord, we ask you, don't let anyone lack because of what they give. We thank you and we praise you. The altar is open for those who want someone to pray for you, just to touch and agree with you. For those who want to leave, we ask you, please keep God as the center of your joy. And let him be the priority in your life. As we leave this place, never your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you all. Consider yourself dismissed. God bless you. The altar is open.